Hello, and welcome to top posts from r slash ask reddit. Reddit readings, episode 2. Now streaming, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor, welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. What are some things you would only know by growing up poor? When someone breaks into your house but doesn't take anything. Happened once. Still think it's funny. Knowing the cheapest thing on the menu at every restaurant. For when your friend's family invites you out to dinner. Even though you're not paying, you're programmed to only select the cheapest thing. My friend's mom said you sure like hot dogs. That's all you order no matter where we go to eat. Libraries can save your life. The first part of my childhood I would get home from school, usually to a vacant house. I really wouldn't know if I was even going to see either of my parents each night. No cell phones of course. But I was always afraid, nervous at least of what would happen if they did decide to make an appearance. I started walking to the library every day after school and staying till they closed every night just to avoid the feeling of anxiety for a little longer. Eventually one of the librarians noticed and took a liking to me. I think she might have been through similar things in her life that she saw in me. Gradually we got to know each other. First I started noticing there were more books being added in the genres that I liked. Then one day after the library closed, I walked over to McDonald's. I was a quarter or so short to buy a hamburger and she saw me asking people if they had any change. I saw her and was embarrassed and kinda hid from her. From that point on I think she decided that she was going to take me under her wing. For over a year she would come by my desk at the library and just drop off chips, granola bars, pop, whatever you know. Of course, I would tell her I didn't need it, when in reality I only knew where one meal would come from each day. When I would ask her where it came from, she would just say it was extras from the break room, even though I could hear her in there putting coin after coin into the vending machine. Eventually she would just bring dinner every night to the library and we would sit down in the break room with each other and eat. I finally opened up to her about my family living issues and had her to talk to. Even though I was still pretty guarded, this was a huge relief. Then, after I had been there almost two years, It was the week before school started, and I headed into the library. Before I left she told me to meet her outside after close. I did. We walked to her car, and she pulled out a brand new school backpack, and inside was a new outfit, binder, and shoes. My first Nikes. That's when I broke down, and my walls crumbled. She was a single lady working off a librarian's income, but she still made room for me. For three years she supported me as much as she could and she was more of a friend than I had ever experienced up until that point in my life. She is the number one reason I got out of that house and life. 
she was with me at all my adoption hearings, and made sure I was put with a nice family, she was at my graduation, and my wedding, she saw me grow up and succeed in life after coming from the bottom, she saw her work and love pay off, I went to her funeral this summer and it felt like I had lost my mother, but I couldn't stop reflecting on how much she changed my life through her sacrifice, truly an amazing person, and I still donate to the library every year. This made me tear up and smile. I love libraries. I don't know about in other states but in Minnesota they can't shut your power off during the winter because of the danger of someone freezing to death in their house. So that was a good time to try to catch up on some other bills you are way behind on too. I'm hungry. Drink some water. We were probably the best hydrated children at school. LMAO. But I think the thing I appreciate most is the independence I've gained through fixing things to keep them going or from just not wanting to ask my parents for help when I know they're struggling to not to ask their parents for stuff. I had someone in college why I didn't ask my parents for something when I was broke and needed help. They were blown away when I said they were in the same situation. And when I was in high school, my dad borrowed money from me. Camping is only fun when you've never had to do it out of necessity. Anything shiny on the ground might be a coin. I need to get out of this thread. Can still spot a penny on the sidewalk half a block away. I still remember the time I found a $5 bill in the street as a kid. There's a local fast food chain that at the time that had a special bean burrito, fries and a drink for $1.16. Ate like a queen for days. Not being able to do extracurriculars. I wanted to be in orchestra and I wanted to play soccer but we couldn't afford it so I was told no. Couldn't afford the uniforms or the gas to get me to practice, and definitely couldn't afford a violin. I ended up moving to a largely upper middle class area for college. First boyfriend was rich. He played 9 instruments and played soccer and went skiing since age 6. He voiced that he thought I was lazy and untalented for not having done at least a sport or learned something like guitar. I explained that we couldn't afford it but that didn't seem to register. He tried to give me his old violin at one point so I could learn, and his mother pretty much ripped it out of my hands. Most gas station attendants will not stop a small child from stealing toilet paper from their bathrooms. Who knew? That sometimes your parents sacrifice everything they have, including their sanity just to see you happy, and you only learn later in life the soul-crushing existence of poverty. Then you wonder how they managed to do so much with so little. For real. I was 30 when I realized what my mom meant when she told us kids to go ahead and eat, because, she ate in the kitchen. How people who have money treat you. I went to a girls only grammar school as I passed the exams to get in. There were girls whose parents wouldn't allow to come to my house. I felt lonely, worthless and isolated a lot of the time. But I got my PhD in the end, so fuck you Mr. and Mrs. Brumhead. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. 
In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. Having to help your single mum earn money by doing odd jobs that involved being embarrassed because you were cleaning the houses of your schoolmates, delivering junk mail to their homes, buying things on the cheap from garage sales that end up being their homes, collecting things people put out for hard rubbish council collection on the street etc. I had a chair that belonged to an older boy's family, and every couch we have had was off the street. Mum also used to go to open houses when she was dreaming about being able to move to a better place. And one time I discovered I was inside the room of a boy from my grade. Saw his picture on his desk. LOL. The other time I was really embarrassed was when I had offered a girl in a younger grade a lift home. We had to do Tetris to fit her in the car. There were 20 plus packs of 36 roll toilet paper mum had gotten on a massive sale from a factory outlet because they had packaging damage slash was squashed. People are awful to you if they know you don't have money, you're never invited anywhere, no one talks to you, and you couldn't believe the things people say and assume about you. People thought my whole family was on meth or heroin because I never had spending money or the newest shoes. Like, people are absolutely vicious if they can find a reason to think they're above you somehow. Pre-cut Christmas trees are free on Christmas Eve. I remember the Christmas tree hunt on Christmas Eve was like our little family tradition. We would drive around in the evening looking for stores that still had trees sitting out front. 9 times out of 10, when we would ask about the tree we were interested in, they would say just take it, glad to get rid of them by that point. Every year we had a perfectly beautiful tree and it was exciting to find perfect trees for free and then stay up late decorating it with homemade glitter pine cones and candy canes. The one thing I don't know from growing up poor is how the fuck a dishwasher works. The shame of everyone knowing. A good friend of mine invited me over for a sleepover. His folks were both lawyers. When I was leaving the mom told me to not forget my duffel bag. I hadn't brought one with me. There was a duffel bag by the door with school supplies for me and my sisters. Clothes that actually fit. And good shoes. I nearly broke down right there as I said I couldn't take it. His mom walked over and quietly told me. I put myself through school and raised my siblings on welfare when our parents died. I understand why you are saying you can't take it, but this is for me because I had someone do it for me once. Take the damn bag. In my old trailer park, everyone knew everyone and we all helped each other out. In my current middle class suburb, I wouldn't recognize the faces, let alone names of my neighbors. There's always something in your life to be grateful for, no matter how bad it seems. I can remember times walking home from the store when both our cars were broken down, therefore we couldn't get to the food pantry. We had to write a bad check and hope it wouldn't be cashed until Friday, and probably wouldn't have money to pay rent. And you just have to be glad there's someone there with you who knows exactly what you're going through. I'm in a lot better shape now. My parents were so financially screwed that I got to go to college for free. And I know it could have been so much worse. My mom's family is full of addicts and mental illness many of whom unsuccessfully tried to raise kids. 
My dad could have walked away so easily but he was always down in the hole with us. Even when he and my mom weren't getting along post split, we lived in an area with lots of good thrift shops and food banks. I always had my brother so someone else knew exactly what I was going through and I had friends that stuck by me and let me shower at their house for the entire year our hot water heater was broken but we were behind on rent so we couldn't ask our landlord to replace it. I was really fucking lucky, even if it didn't seem like it at 13. Your parents joking about taking you to the mall to watch other kids eat ice cream and laughing about it together. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings Episode 2. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.